Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life, y'all. It is so good to get to be alive. Oh, thank you for inviting me into your life. I don't know if I told y'all, but I'm now in Texas. This month, I'm in Texas. I'm actually on the coast of Texas uh, in Rockport near Corpus Christi. So shout out to all my Texas girls. We're going to be having a retreat here on the coast in two more weekends. Very excited for the gathering of Big Life Girls at that retreat. Um, But if you are local to the Rockport, Texas area, and and you would like to meet up for coffee. I've gotten a message from a few of you local girls. So if that's you, uh, please reach out to me. Find me on social media. Send me an email. Uh, get in contact with me because I'm going to be scheduling a little something to try to meet up with as many of you as possible for just a local little gathering, a, a coffee gathering, a time to meet in person, hug, take a photo together, share a cup of coffee. Oh, that would make my heart so happy. So looking at making that happen probably next week. So be sure to message me. All right. I'm so glad you're here today. I have a great devotional lined up for you. The title of today's episode of The Big Life. Devotional podcast is Why We Wait. Whatever it is you're needing, God can provide it in an instant. Whatever it is you're fighting, God can clear it immediately. He can, so why hasn't He? Why isn't God acting immediately? Why are you still waiting? Why does it feel like you're waiting in this long line to get to God and that line isn't moving? Will your turn ever come? Will God ever attend to your needs? Matthew 15 tells the story of Jesus healing many people, but the people were gathered waiting, waiting on their turn with Jesus, waiting on his touch. And as they waited in a large crowd, they saw the miracles for many others. In fact, this whole story is more about their need while they were waiting than the miracle they were there to receive. This is Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 through 38. It says, Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat down. And a vast crowd brought to him people who were lame, blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and he healed them. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking, the crippled were made well, the lame were walking, and the blind could see again, and they praised the God of Israel. And then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, or they will faint along the way. The disciples replied, Well, where could we get enough food here in the wilderness 
for such a huge crowd. And Jesus asked, how much bread do you have? And they replied, seven loaves and a few small fish. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. And then he took the seven loaves and the fish and he thanked God for them. And he broke them into pieces and he gave them to the disciples who distributed the food to the crowd. And they all ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were 4,000 men who were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. So maybe you've heard the story before. Okay, they're waiting on the touch of Jesus to the point of starvation. And Jesus miraculously provides an overflowing all-you-can-eat meal for thousands of people that day from only seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. Like, yay, Jesus, that's amazing. But what I want to know is, why was Jesus making them wait? Don't you want to know? Like, really, didn't Jesus have the power to say in an instant, everyone here is healed, now go home. Jesus could have healed the whole crowd in the first 10 minutes of this gathering, yet they were here for three days without food, still waiting. This wait was unnecessary. This delay seems almost cruel. And I bet your weight feels unnecessary. Your delay feels almost cruel. Why isn't God doing what he can do immediately? We know that Jesus didn't have to actually touch each person to heal them. In fact, the story immediately before this in the same chapter is of a mother coming to Jesus, asking him to heal her daughter who is tormented by a demon. The daughter was not there. She was at home. Yet Jesus healed her with just his word. And in a moment, verse 28 says, and from that moment, Her daughter was healed. So this crowd waiting to be touched by Jesus one by one wasn't even necessary. We also know that Jesus can heal more than one person at a time. Luke chapter 17 tells the story of 10 lepers who stood at a distance and yelled from their hiding places, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And Jesus healed all of them as they were walking away to the priest. He didn't touch them. And the entire group received healing at the same time. So tell me again, why is this group of thousands gathered in the middle of nowhere with no food, waiting and waiting and waiting on Jesus to move for them. He could have healed them all with one word, but he kept them waiting. Sometimes we find the greatest works of God in between the lines, in between what we can read and what we can hear. We find his compassion and action in the details most overlooked. This crowd of thousands was mostly Gentiles. 
And Gentiles doesn't describe who someone is, but rather who they are not. To be a Gentile literally means you are not Jewish. These were people who did not believe in God. It's important to know this because we see the comparison in Jesus's time. I'm sorry. We see the compassion in Jesus's time spent with the crowd of non-believers. He allowed them to come in close. He allowed them to see him in action. He allowed them to witness miracle after miracle after miracle for three days. Why? Because time spent with Jesus not only changes your condition, but even more importantly, your heart. Jesus could have changed their condition in an instant, healing power for thousands with his one outstretch of his hand. Healing power for those at a far distance was his, but proximity, proximity is not a prerequisite for healing. But Jesus kept them close for three days because he not only wanted to heal them, he wanted to change them. Is this why we sometimes wait? Is this why God doesn't miraculously move the moment we ask? Now consider this. What if he is miraculously moving the moment you ask, but the movement is simply toward you? He's drawing close to you. He's near to you. And he does this because he's not just concerned about your condition and your circumstances. He's concerned about your heart. In the wait, we learn to stay close. In the wait, we learn to remain still. In the wait, we see God working all around us. We're not denied our own movement of God. We're simply being held close so we receive more than we came here asking for. Did you get that? We receive more than we came here asking for because we're held close in the wait. Know this, my sister, the moment you asked God for help, he moved. He moved close to you. He heard you. He is working. 1 John 5 verses 14 and 15 says, we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. But why does it feel like he's not answering? Like he's not moving, like we're stuck here waiting for absolutely no reason while he withholds his good power to work in our lives. Well, here's my best answer for that. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. God says, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. For as the sky soars high above the earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work and the way I think is beyond the way you think. 
Yes, God heard your prayers. Yes, he moved the moment you asked and he moved in close to you. He is near you. Just because you're still waiting doesn't mean God isn't moving. He is. But this is about so much more than your circumstances or your condition. God wants to show you so much more. He wants to show you the way he works surpasses anything you could ever do on your own. And in the wait, Jesus provides. Oh, he provides what you are lacking. He provides what you are needing. And he provides it in miraculous ways, using what could have never possibly been enough and making it more than enough. Isn't Jesus providing for you as you wait? I know you're waiting. Can you see that he's providing for you? You may not have the miracle you've been waiting on yet, but you woke up today with a new supply of energy. That's miraculous. A fresh anointing of mercy and grace. That is miraculous. You have food for today. Now just stay close to Jesus. In my head, I think if I were Jesus, I would just heal the whole crowd in the first 10 minutes so there wouldn't even have been a need for a meal. But Jesus said, I'll not only heal them, but I will change them. I'll spend time with them and in their weight, they will see my provision in a way that will change them forever. And Jesus is still being Jesus today. He's still doing Jesus things as only Jesus can do. Doing this bigger and greater than we even came seeking. Trust him in the wait. He will provide for you here. And he will change you here. I don't know what you're waiting on, but I know this. If you have called out to God, he moved The moment you called, he is near you. He is working. But the thing is, honey, he's working on so much more than you even asked him for. He's doing something here in the wait. Can I pray with you today? Join me right now. Well, good morning, Papa God. We are grateful that you've given us another new day of life. We receive it today as a gift. So first, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, God, for providing for us today. Thank you for giving us what we need for today. I thank you, God, that you are so much greater than us. You are so much bigger. Your thoughts are so much better than ours. The way you work is so much greater than the way that we work. And so, God, we just trust you. We trust your timing. We trust that you are moving. We trust that you are working. And we trust that if you have us waiting, it's because you want to do even greater things for us in the wait. You want to show us even more miraculous things than we ever even asked for. We come to you and we ask you for healing, but we we receive so much more than just that. We receive miraculous proof and evidence that you are working, that you're working all around us, that you're providing and you're changing us in the process. And we're so grateful for that, God. I pray for my sisters that are listening around the world today that are just tired in the wait. 
Lord, they don't understand why you're not doing things, why you're not moving. And I pray today, God, that you would be so real and so near that they see you are doing even bigger things than they asked. I pray, Lord, for each family represented. I pray for your provisions for today and your protection. And I thank you so much. You're so good to us and we're so grateful. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, I am so excited that you were here today. Thank you for joining me. Um, Shout out to all the members of Big Life Mentoring. We are kicking off our new series for this month. Tonight, 24 begins tonight. We are taking back our 24 in 24. One day at a time, we're winning this thing. And I can't wait to share this with you. So if you are a member of Big Life Mentoring, it's coming to you tonight. I'll be sending you a text. Make sure that you're signed up for my daily texts in mentoring. Okay. If you if you didn't do that, then go back and read your welcome email. It included the instructions to get on my text list. If you're not a member of mentoring, hey, I still have space. Let's do it. Uh, Available for you right now. The website is biglifementoring.com. All right, everybody, happy Monday. Have a beautiful day of life. I'll meet you again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.